Welcome to this here driving moment from the Sovereign Light radio broadcast brought to you by Anchor FM, made available on six other uh, platform distributions. And my name is Reverend Maria Arvanatides, your hostess with the mostest, straight out of North York, Ontario, Canada. And with us here, our very special guest, right out of London, Ontario, W.T. Hamilton. Wow, isn't this amazing? And today's show is on Mindset for Success. Born in Lancaster, England, to an English mother and a Jamaican father, Mr. Hamilton moved to Canada in and around about 1974. His diverse background has enabled him to really connect with all types of people. As a business management consultant and entrepreneur, he has gained many years of experience in the corporate world. As an author, mentor, coach, W.T. Hamilton can be found on many public speaking platforms such as Mo Mondays and uh, with well over 2,000 uh, subscribers on his YouTube channel. He motivates by coaching others into a mindset for success using key techniques from the law of attraction and personal development, as well as real life experience. He is the creator of the world's first one chapter book series in 2021, W.T. Hamilton won a Book of Excellence Award for his book, The Promise, a story about personal success, heart center sales, and making an irresistible offer. He was also awarded winning author of The Harsh Truths, in total, he has written seven books in the one chapter book series, continuing to share his insight in daring and risky ways, as well as from the previous six books in the Your Invisible Power Company, alongside with his mother, uh, Pamela, uh, who was the vice president and him being the president. Uh, this company is designed to help us go beyond suffering and finding the ultimate joy we all have a right to. And so when Pamela and uh, W.T. Hamilton ventured up in 2014, the journey started with the first of your Invisible Power series to open the door to unlimited wealth. And then along came in 2015, how to create a positive relationship with money how to say goodbye to the drama, how to remove the mental hurdles and limitations, how to tame your ego and fuel your ambition, and with that said, explores the ways ego plays a role in hindering our ambition and blocking your positive energy. This book will help to tame our ego by empowering ourselves to build the drive needed to fuel ambition and how to bring what we deserve to us and here with us on Mindset for Success, Mr. W.T. Hamilton can describe to us just how to bring what we deserve to us. Hey, hey, hey uh, Reverend Maria, it's a great, great pleasure to be here. Pretty excited to, uh, to do this today. 
So, you know, you, you are such a success. It's mind blowing. And, and this, this book here, would you be able to expand on how to tame your ego and fuel your ambition? I realize I have, I have this technique that I am able to bring what I deserve to me and with a power of intention and focus and my feeling on it, which the secret kind of misses out on is how we feel to boost it. Our emotional energy boosts it. And that's what attracts. But how do we maintain that relationship? I mean, we can have many followers, but then how do we get them to engage with us and form relationships? So really it's about being your authentic self and not trying to pretend you're perfect. So a lot of times as we start to gain success in the law of attraction, we gain success in personal development, we start to kind of put ourselves on this pedestal and people put us, put us on this pedestal and then we're afraid to make any kind of mistakes. So our ego starts to lim limit us from really engaging with people because we're afraid to make mistakes. We're afraid to, to be wrong or to look foolish when really to be authentic in what you're doing you, you don't know everything. And as you gain more information, you're learning more stuff. Once you learn more things, it, it takes away one of those limiting beliefs that are there to protect you from, from making mistakes until you learn more things. So by being engaging with people and being honest, hey, I'm not perfect. I don't know everything. And even the things that I know now is based on knowledge that I have now. But as I get more knowledge and grow, some of the I believe right now might change and that's okay and when you start to tell people that they can embrace what what you're trying to teach them more because they they understand that you don't have to be perfect and correct all the time you're allowed to make mistakes and struggle and learn from those and that's that's a hard transition to do because your ego is telling you oh you can't do that it's because you have to be perfect you have to be the expert all the time you have to know all the answers all the time and so that that part of your your ego out of out of the equation is by allowing yourself to just be human allowing yourself to have a, a human experience and then how do you grow from that and that's really what i focus on is it's okay if you make a mistake but how do you grow from it how do you not let it be something that holds you down but instead something that boosts you up oh how do you enliven people i know that uh, for example uh my facebook friends and uh, followers, well, my friends anyway that are in the loop, um, they're very much real and most of them I have met. And this is why they're my Facebook friends and not my followers. How do I get them to come to life again and start responding and start like really engaging and being there? So a lot of things that, uh, that I do is, is reaching out through DM, really having that, that personal contact and then trying to get people on like a zoom a zoom chat because uh when you can look at you know look someone in their eye and really really engage with them just on a personal level it, it makes you more more real and personable and and then when you're trying to you know talk to them about things about like letting go of your ego and believing in yourself and connecting your your feelings and your thoughts together it, it resonates more because it's not just some poster that they're seeing some inspirational or motivational thing, slogan, you're actually able to, to walk them through and say, Hey, this is what I did. And this is the result that I got from, from doing it this way. 
so so I think it's, you really have to have that personal touch and you can do that online. It's just, it's a little bit more effort to, to do it online. And what I've noticed is you've come up with like um, seven or so newest uh, books that are one chapter books that are like perhaps 50 to 100 pages each chapter that's actual book. And what it reminds me of is an actual script to a movie. And yeah. that's how many pages actually it is. And, and how you went about each chapter uh, convinces me that maybe in the future, you know, this could be something potentially for you that you can create these 100 pages or so chapters into actual movies. Uh, Lord knows we have too many documentaries, but I mean, we can get really creative and imaginative and, and make more movies out there. And that's, I think that's gonna be the new thing because we've, so many people have written books and things, but what you have, you have kind of um, trailblazed even further. You've, you've pushed the envelope and taken it a little bit further to resembling actually what a movie script would look like. Can you, uh, maybe expand on that so we can explore on it some more yeah so the the crazy thing is like i'm a real big fan of uh quentin tarantino movies and i'm a big fan of the matrix movies and both of those are uh, a lot of dialogue and so my book those one chapter books that to really is one chapter because it's like a scene it's a scene in the life of is uh basically they're they're meeting they're meeting at coffee shops or they're, they're meeting at a, a seminars a day in the life of and I, I use a lot throughout the book to take you on that journey to to teach you uh what is the techniques and the, the lessons that i want through uh, entertainment through like a movie so so that up on that is exactly the way i, I wrote it is in my mind it's an scene in, in a movie or of what you would act out if it has a lot of potential <laughs> <laughs> yeah. are you thinking of doing that way i'm um, not not so much but i just wanted to give that experience that you would have when you watch a movie in in the book so i wanted it just just to be different so it stands out and because i find that when you tell a story it's a lot easier to to remember lessons and to remember things when you tell it through a story and I noticed that you also have some of your books in audio format. Which ones are they? Because I it kind of I didn't really it didn't really show me that. It was showing me advertising how to make my own audio book, and then I totally missed it all together. Can you tell me which ones they are? Which is only one that I've done so far. It's the Harsh Truths, and that's the uh, that's the first book I won a writing award for, and I turned it into an audio book. I hired somebody to do all the uh, the reading, and, and it turned out really really cool um but i haven't done any other ones since because it is a little bit expensive and uh and i haven't really ever really turned on the investment on that but it was a, a fun thing to do because it's like i book. it really you could really start to see as as a, a play or as a as a movie <laughs> again right yeah. um how would you um you say here there's a book here that your first 2015 how to create a positive relationship with money so i was told the first million is the hardest and then after that it just gets easier can you explain why the first million might be the hardest yeah because you you have no point of reference to believe 
that anything that you're doing is worth more than say what king right now and and so to build that positive relationship with money you first have to start to see how how much free money and magic money comes to you and what what i mean by that is if you go to the store and there's things you're going to buy and they're on sale anyways you've all of a sudden saved some money so that's that's like magic money that's back in your pocket that you didn't have to spend for the same thing that you were going to buy anyways and then when you you're at a a coffee shop or anywhere like that and someone offers to buy you a coffee that that's free money when you start to see that there's free money just just popping around and so you take that that savings and you you put it towards something that you want to do like investing in you start to find that there's a lot more ways that you can you can create income streams just by getting a, a better relationship with money and and not making money the main thing is why you're doing something because I, I think a lot of times when you're doing something and the main reason you're doing it is to make money, then you, you have authenticity. You don't have any, uh, the, your, your moral code is you're able to push that out the window and just do whatever you want because you, oh, I'm going to make money doing this. So to get a positive relationship with money, it's really to authentic to what you want to do and find a way to be in service of others and value to them. And then they, they pay money for that, for that exchange in value. So maybe that exactly is where the difference between thriving and surviving. And, you know, when you lose your morals and things like you were saying, and you start getting corrupted to give people what they want to hear and somehow trick them into making the money becomes a parasitical codependent relationships. And I find that amongst the elites, and everybody else, right? The 1% versus us and what has our system been running on economically, that kind of currency. And I'm finding that there's new new blood in, in here with uh, cryptocurrency and Bitcoin and Ethereal and other like uh, pirate, uh, you know, there's so many out there and you gotta know which one is from the elites and which one is actually from us, you know, kind of thing. So it, it's, 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 um, it's a delicate balance before we can actually stabilize ourselves into a thriving momentum and, and do this and just do it. And as we do it, each step slowly shows itself and, you know, if it's the bigger the dream, the more steps involved and they're just like baby steps. It might take longer to succeed. And yes, it is possible to do it on your own. However, it makes such a huge difference to partner up with an elite. Absolutely. <laughs> Would it ever? Because then everybody shows interest, then everybody wants in. And I noticed that. And, and so that's a really codependent relationship again. So how do we kind of move out of that and do it independently and then make it on our own so that it happens. So you really have to have your own definition of success. So if you take money out of the equation of this is, this is my, my um, status. So my status and my success is based on how much money I make. And you start to look at um, all the things that I can do intuitively because a lot of everything that I do when I jump into something is because I'm, I'm prompted and I get this feeling that hey I should do this this is going to be a great experience for me it's going to you know bring some benefits to uh, people and uh, I'm going to have a lot of fun doing it. and I don't make money as so money is like the fruit of the labor is really 
how many people can I help? How much impact can I have? And this thing really cool is going to be really fun. So I, I think that we get hung up a lot on, you know, how much, how much, how many books did you sell? How much money did you make when you did this, this thing? And it's like, you know, really it's, if you're planting seeds and then them, the, those seeds can grow like books, books will sell without me even marketing them because I've put them out there and I've already done, done the marketing. So I, I get royalty checks from, from books that I'm not even promoting right now because I've already planted that seed and it started to grow on its own for me. But if I'm really focused on just making money, then I'm, I'm going to be stressed and I'm going to do all types of different things to try to make, make that marketing work. And it just might not be the right time. But if I'm focused on helping people, I can help people. I can, I'm going to benefit because they're eventually they're going to, they're going to pay for the, the, the extra services, but I can help people free in different ways, YouTube videos and different posts um, just, just to help. And by, by doing that, like I've been able to win awards for books. I've been able to speak on stage multiple times a year and none of it's based on how much money am I going to make by doing this based on you know how much fun am I going to have and how much of an impact am I going to have by doing that and, and so I think when you want to work with the elites you want to partner up you have to start to say to yourself okay what is the reason I'm doing that and what is my core my core code what is it I want to get out of this besides the money and how much how much of my authenticity am I willing to sell for money because the more that you sell for money, the less authentic you can be. And then you're, you're trapped. You're, you're stuck always being the, the, the false version of yourself or the less authentic version of yourself. Cause now you have all these commitments contractually that you've made to uh, that you have to fill to make that money. Wow. Yeah. I didn't know that. That's a good point. I, I, I thought it was all about channeling your passion and and investing i mean like taking on meaningless jobs and of course it's going to take longer and then by the time you know people catch on at least i will have left a legacy even if i pass on and then who knows right but uh you know eventually i'm thinking maybe other i can get other people on board to partner up with me but it's that first like you're you know like making that first million it's like it's not so much the money, but well, advertisement and things like that. Yes, but that passion, that passion that drives me, and I, I channel it through, and I'm just I'm unstoppable. And I never thought about selling your authenticity. It's like almost reminds me of selling your soul kind of thing. It is because you know once you sign that contract, a lot of these contracts they they have in it that you're they they basically they're buying your name or they're buying your, your image and they own it. Some of the contracts say they own it in particularly, I think the name is, but they own it forever. So mm -hmm. you have to be very careful with what kind of contract you're signing. What are the terms? Um, what are you giving up? Like if, if you express your viewpoint at any time, because it goes against the, the core, you have to know that before you sign that contract, you have to be willing to, to go by those guidelines because that's attached to the money. So the money comes with a lot of limitations. Right. So how about if you do it in a reverse order and you know those people, if they're willing to engage 
It has to come from a place from within the heart and compassion, and they have to have love. They're giving love to this, like, you know, it's our baby, it's our child, and we're co-creating it together. And, you know, we're putting money and investors. And if people thought like that and felt that way, then it would work out in the inverse way rather than the way it's been going. And because this is a, an enslavement program, I see it as, and I, I'm just finding it like, you know, when I want something, the universe provides for me. And it's just that I fall into these mind traps, like you're saying, of the ego-driven world. And I find myself, oh, now I've descended back down into, into this again. But it never catches on. I mean, they lose interest very quickly in me, so I don't really have to worry about that. I, I've seen a lot of scams, like, okay, give me a thousand dollars for this foundation and then we will give you a million euro. And it's like, okay, but where's all the detail in this? And, and kind of, you can see it two steps ahead of them already. And you're kind of saying, you know, maybe you guys need help in this, right? <laughs> and I'm finding I'm like, but yeah, I mean, I, I, the way I see it is, is so much differently the way the universe and the law of attraction works from a, a law of one creator uh, being, you know when you move beyond that and you're kind of creating your world like creator like you are and using the law of attraction it works in the other way like you know everything is given to you like nature it's all given to you it's all about connection but then we tend to disconnect ourselves and try to control it with our mind instead of going with it with our hearts yeah and, and what i found like with my journey sometimes i'll connect with people and they'll actually be a distraction but through that distraction, I pick up something that I needed to, to learn, I needed to experience before I can get back to the, the path that I was on. So it's almost like, I call it divine preparation. So here's the thing that I want to do. Here's the experience I want to have. Now I got to go through all of these, these other things, ups and downs and all that I go through are little pieces needed to, to know pieces of knowledge or mindset that I wouldn't have got unless I went through this thing and got disappointed and who are like-minded people really from who presents to be like to who's actually like-minded you go through some of these journeys then you're able to to really um, connect to the path that you're on so sometimes you need these distractions because there's lessons in those distractions that are going to help you to get to this level of whatever you're trying to manifest but what happens is a lot of times we, we start to say to ourselves, oh, this is not working. You know, I've tried doing this and I've, I've been focusing, I've been doing my visualization and doing journaling and this is not working. And it's like, it is working. It's not working as fast as you want. Maybe there's a, a skill or an experience that you need to have first before that thing's really going to start to click and start to happen for you. So I wrote my first book, um, the first book in the one chapter series and it didn't do that well. It didn't do that well with, with everything, but I didn't quit. I, see, I seen that, okay, there's I need to, to improve on through these reviews. And I wrote the second book, it was, it was and, and as I continued to do that extra, each book I did got better until I won an award. My goal was really to, to win a writing award for, for that, but I had to go through that whole journey, all the things I didn't want to go through you know, bad reviews or people not really understanding what it is I'm doing and they didn't really didn't really jump on board and at one point you know you're just by yourself doing this and is you feel like you're not getting anywhere 
but I stayed focused because I understood that there's things I don't know yet. There's people I haven't that I need to, to meet. There's connection, I have experiences I need to have. And, and it's all part of the same journey, the same vision that I'm on. And sometimes it feels like distractions. And like I said, you, you think someone's like-minded, but they might've just needed to be in your, in your journey for a moment, just for you to learn something from them. And then they disappear and that's okay. And I think sometimes we feel like, oh, why did that person leave me? They should have stayed with me. Like, no, they were only in life for a moment for a reason. <laughs> right? And it makes you feel like an ancient one. <laughs> yeah, Mr. Yeah. Mr. Hamilton's motto is uh, for desire to feel enthusiasm, excitement, and expectation is to know you are walking on the pathway of self-love. Now, expectation that's amazing because a lot of the times people say if you expect then you get disappointed so can you explain how it actually works in the correct like you know how it actually works without disappointments in the way yeah so what i always say is you know what are you expecting so so the first thing is that you have to the expectation has to be a little bit detailed like um so you want to be successful in say, say in your business, what does that experience look like? You need to write down the experience and then you need to write down, you know, what is, what is someone, what's their reaction? When you tell this person that you're excited to tell what this, this is gonna be like, write down their reaction and you start to really visualize what it would like and, and the, the kind words that people will say and the experience that it's gonna be like to actually achieve that thing. When you just have an expectation of, oh yeah, a lot of people are gonna like like what I'm doing. I'm gonna get a lot of uh, a lot of uh, people buying my my product, my service, whatever it is I'm doing. You're relying too much on someone else to do something. But if you start to put your expectations as an experience instead of um, just an outcome, but an experience of I'm gonna have a lot of fun doing this thing. I'm end up at this event able to network and do a bunch of stuff start to set your expectations as as experiences then you, you you really start to be able to manifest things because they're not they're not to other people doing something it's to you and how you're going to feel through your journey of, of doing something so how are you going to feel when you know you win an award for how how's that experience going to who you call first how, what are you going to talk about that experience, you, you can own that, you can have that as an expectation. But if an expectation that's relying on someone else to do something for you, those are very hard because you can't control other people, you can't control what they do. Wow, that's well said. <laughs> what an enlightenment that is. And you know, you don't have to answer this, but what does WT stand for? Oh, it's uh, Wayne Thomas. So my middle name's Thomas, my first name is Wayne. Wow. Okay. And so you also have this other book, uh, Incurable, uh, The Answer to Overcoming Any Illness with the Power of Yes, and to give ourselves permission. Um, is, do you want to expand further on this? So the, the bulk of that book was uh, written from my, my mom. So she, she had rheumatoid arthritis. And uh, <laughs> And it was diagnosed that it was, she was going to end up in a wheelchair and not be able to 
to use her hands and so she used law of attraction and, and mindset to really um, to overcome it and eventually she was able to to get off any medications for it and and she's she's fine now so the the part that i wrote was really about the the mindset of of focusing on what you want what the outcome is you want of a lot of people focus on what could happen or i'm i'm sick i have this happen and that could happen as they know you want to have happen you know kind of again experience do you want to have you there's a 50 50 chance look at the 50 chance that's the good you know the greatest of outcomes and start focusing on that and don't even think about anything else but the outcomes that you want because the more that you focus on what you want the more that it might not be at the exact degree that you wanted at but you're going to get more of the things that you want if you focus on the things that you want. So focus on the greatest of outcomes in any situation that you're in. And you're always going to, you're going to come out on top and you might not, you might be a little bit on top or you might be high on top, but you're always going to come out on top. You're only allowing yourself to focus on those solutions that are going to get you where you want to go. But if you start focusing on the, the other 50%, then what's going to happen in your life? you're going to start to have more of those experiences because you're, you're focusing on those. And so your decision-making is going to lead you to the things that you don't want to have happen. Right. It's, it's about clearing your emotions and all the things, the traumas, so that we're able to feel a different kind of frequency to get there, isn't it? Yeah. And so I tell people that, it's really hard for someone to believe in the greatest of outcomes for yourself. So pick something small first and just have a little, a bit of that experience of what it would be like to, that's why I say like the magic money. If you want to have more money and you go to the store and you see, okay, I was going to buy some steaks and these steaks are on sale right now. And you buy those, same steaks, you would have spent say 30 bucks and you only spent $5. Now you're just having a little bit of extra money in your pocket. And we used to, find different ways to experience a little bit of that thing that you want to you want to have you start to believe in it more and then you can start seeing the bigger and better outcomes by doing the baby steps just jump into it five levels from where you are and think oh yeah now i'm going to be living in this frequency way up here but you can build up to that pretty quickly if if you start to have little experiences that reinforce your belief it's funny because people say the symptom is is called manic depression. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and true. so you also have escape your comfort zone with strategy and you have a website to come join, um, you know, your TV community of Q expertise and explore a multiple social platform, including free events on your uh, success blog. Mm -hmm. Can yeah. you tell us more about that? Yeah, so I, I joined this. Uh, it's um, Expert Expertise TV. And so I have a channel on there. And you basically, what I do is I, I have success blogs where I give free free tips and insight on, on the blogs. And then you can sign up for uh, to be a member in, in that community. And then that, that gets you access to so some free webinars, some paid webinars, different insight, but it's all about, you know, leaving your comfort zone. And one of my mentors told me, you got to learn how to be comfortable being uncomfortable. 
because once you learn how to be comfortable being uncomfortable, now a lot of those limitations that you have, they become a limitless because you're not worried about what others, other people are going to think if you try to do something and you fumble, if you try to do something and it doesn't work out. Once you can let go of other people's expectations of yourself, then you're able to really start to get out of your comfort zone and start listening to your intuition because you're, you're going to get prompts that, hey, this is a great idea. You should do this. And th that just comes from somewhere, somewhere that's you know, not outside of you. It's, it's inside of you somewhere that all of a sudden this idea pops in your head. Hey, this would be a great experience for you. This would be something cool to do. And then what first thing you say is, well, that's pretty scary. If I do that and I, and I screw up, what if I do that and I fail? But you let go of that feeling of what if I do this and I fail instead of say, what if I do that and it's awesome? What if I do that and it's so much fun? And you start to tap into that, that will really fuel you to get out of your comfort zone because all the things that are bigger and better for you than what you're doing right now are outside of your comfort zone. But saying, you know, you got to get out of your comfort zone. That's something cool to put on, on Instagram, but to actually do it, it's the same thing. You got to experience a little bit of getting out of your comfort zone, having some success in it, and then build your belief to say, okay, yeah, I can go a little out of my comfort zone. I can, I can test things a little bigger. And it's really all about that. And the more positive feedback you get from it, which I always say, gauge it by experience, the experiences that you have, because that's the easiest thing to measure. And it's, it's, it's the thing that's going to fuel you the most. Because sometimes somebody might not say anything to you um, that's positive or encouraging, but you see the smiles on people's faces from the things that you're doing and, uh, you know, the, the support that you get in different ways. And that will fuel you and say, oh, yeah, okay, I'm on to something. I should, I should keep doing this because it's helping people. And, and you get to the point where people are, are looking for you to, to do that because you become the voice for some people and they see you doing it. And they, that inspires them to be able to, to do it as well. So it's really to get out of your comfort zone because where all your, your growth and success is going to your best manifestations are going to come from getting outside of your comfort zone. It's, it's the impulse and backing up that impulse with the drive of passion and yeah. just going and, and stopping that, uh, trying to make sense of it and why you can't make a business plan out of it and convince others for m the money to, to drive it when that's the reverse way of actually doing it. And, you know, because it's so much easier when you have a team because they say, you know, teamwork makes the dream work. But it's not always like that when you're first starting out, you know, not for everybody. And like you're saying, these expectations that others have on you, it kills the magic. <laughs> yeah, it does. Because people won't be able to see your vision at first. So they're, they're going to hear what you're saying, and they're going to have their own vision of what it's going to be. And a lot of times, their vision is a lot of fear and a lot of struggle. But they, they can't see the vision because it's your vision. So until you start to really roll it out, even if you're on a team, like it's hard to get your team to all work on that same vision unless you have a really crystal clear vision of what you're trying to do. And then you can get them to understand it and, and internalize it and become a part of that, your, your vision. So then integration yeah. and trust. Exactly. And that that's hard. That's where people struggle when working on a team because the other person might come in and say, no, no, we should do this because if you try that, 
you know, this is going to happen and that's going to happen. But if it's your vision and you're really sure that you should do that, then you have to be able to sell, sell it to them, get them on board and get them to really believe in what you're trying to do. And, and the way you do that is by getting some, getting some experience where it's, and then you can start adding people to your, but if you try to add people to your team at the beginning of your idea, it's really hard because you're to fracture into all kinds of different things. And by the time you get to where you're wanting to go, you've built something completely different than what was in your vision. And folks, never dismiss your impulses because that's what takes you into another uh, reality, that reality that we call dreams. Uh, you know, like that lucid state of in between uh, the solid formation before it actually happens, it strengthens our faith. And, you know, it's very encouraging to keep that kind of um, that vision and, and empower it with passion and, and don't resist it and don't, you know, throw conflicts in the way because of the old mind beliefs. This is what we need to clear. So I also noticed that you you learn more about the paid ad strategy book if you want to learn more about that uh, i will post uh, your number if you'd like and um you're also on instagram and for behind the scenes info and insight on this on this tv uh, the community that you have and you can also follow wt hamilton on twitter and um he's uh I think it's twitter.com book chapters. You can find his newest book, The Unfair Advantage, for free. Find out how you can use this unfair advantage to create more success in your life now. Or better yet, purchase his video workshop. And for more information, it will all be listed, uh, you know, on the radio uh, talk show or on, you know, I don't know if you're going to be posting this on um, on your YouTube channel. So I will give you all the information to add to it. And, you know, you're a wealth of information and I'd really like to do this again. And, you know, as we keep growing and, you know, expanding and exploring more of this uh, thing called the law of attraction as creator beings in the, in the reality of the one, the oneness that connects to all of us. And uh, yeah, <laughs> you just, you're just amazing. Yes. Anything else you would like to add to, to close this up? I just uh, want to thank you for having me on. I really enjoyed the conversation. You were awesome. And uh, I love what you love the energy and just, just sticking to your vision and, and, and doing it because it's, uh, it's going to become something big. Thank you so very much. That is very supportive and for your encouragement. And I look forward to seeing more of you. And folks, whatever it is you need, uh, you know, uh, go and find him, you know, and become a Facebook friend or seek him out. He's, he's a wealth of information and he can be very helpful to guide you into a world of success. Yeah, thank you. And, uh... <laughs>